0: We're smiling for the uh, thumbnail. That is a, There we go. We got the thumbnail smile. Oh, man, that's not a, a smile at all. That's just me, like, yelling or something. That's not a good thumbnail. But uh, we're going live on YouTube. We're live on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. And guess what? Guess what? Chicken's butt, two cents a cut, fried in grease. One apiece? Guess what? We are now, uh, there we go. We are now live on Facebook Live. Not one, not two, but three. Three ways, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, enjoy the program. Uh, the first one being Facebook Live. Uh, the second one being Comedy Schools Radio Network.com, which you should really check out because uh, there's some great stuff uh, on there, some great interviews there, even uh, pre uh, uh, crisis. And of course, on uh, our YouTube channel, Comedy Schools. My name's Tony Vizek. Good afternoon. It is Monday, April 27th, I believe. April 27th. And I come to you now every day, Monday at 2 p.m. with a show that we're now calling uh, Living on a Thin Line. Well, that's what we've been calling it ever since we started doing it. Hold on, I'm trying to get you a nice picture here. There we go. That's what we've been calling it ever since we started doing it is Living on a Thin Line. And it is your daily diversion, your daily distraction from all the hoopla, frustration, anxiety that is going on in our uh, world today. It's not just going on in your house. It's not just going on in your neighborhood. It's not just going on in your city. It's going on throughout the world. So um, you're not alone, and it's not your fault. Always remember this. You're not alone, and it's not your fault. This is something that happened. But we're getting through it. We're getting through it together. Um, I tend to stay away from uh, the major topic in the world today, which is uh, the, uh, the virus itself uh, with this show. That's not what the show is about. I just do want to mention this. We're now at episode 40, right, Cheryl? Thirty-nine. Tomorrow will be episode forty. That means for forty days now we've been adhering uh, strictly to the quarantine. We've been adhering strictly to the quarantine here in Arizona since March fifteenth or sixteenth. Okay, it's been difficult. It has been for all of you. It's been tough as it has been for all of you. There's things we want to do that just seem like the most normal thing in the world, and we can't. All right. I know that. All right. But here's what we also know is that we are achieving phase one, which is getting the infection rate down quite a bit. Matter of fact, we're beginning to get the infection rate down so much that some people are now saying, well, I'm gonna go out and do whatever I want. And you can go out and do whatever you want. I'm not telling you what to do. But I hear people start to complain about uh, there might be meat shortages. I don't know if it'll come to that, but so many people are getting sick in meat packing plants that they're having to shut them down. Now, if you're vegetarian, no problem. Maybe we should all become vegetarians. They're shutting them down because the virus spreads in an area where there could be no social distancing. And we've got people now protesting, screaming and yelling, open up, open up. They wanna end social distancing. They wanna, uh, and I wanna end it too. But they wanna end it now. They wanna end it right away. And because of that, we could see a spike Instead of all of us going, we'll just bite the bullet a little longer. Anyway, um, I've actually began blocking um, uh, anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists, stuff like that. I just can't can't handle it anymore. Anyway, listen, you stay safe. You stay sane. We're going to get through this together, and we're going to emerge happy and healthy, and we're going to help one another recover uh, emotionally, uh, financially, uh, economically. We're going to do it. One of the things that I'm doing, of course, is uh, I've started something called the Uh, Tony Vizick presents Sunday Night's Funnier. We did our first show last night, and man, was it fun. It featured the comics Abhinav Goyal, Travis Miner, and DJ Payne doing a Zoom show uh, for um, about 40 or 50 people who uh, all tuned in on Zoom, who all paid 10 bucks to be able to watch the show. Brand new programming, stuff you've never heard before, a different way to see things, and we had a blast. We had a blast, and we're going to continue doing that uh look late tonight early tomorrow for the announcement about this sunday's coming show of tony Visick presents uh sunday night's funnier because uh, we're going to do them every night at se- every sunday 7 p.m mountain standard time bringing some great comics some of you've heard of hopefully in the near future some you haven't heard of but a lot of comics that you'll like and laugh at with you won't laugh at, you might laugh at them some will look kind of goofy uh Tina and Mike Lawson, hello. They say thanks for what you're doing. Thank you for being here, man. Thank you for being here. All right, so um, I'm pretty tired. I'll be honest with you. I was so jacked up and happy from last night's show. I didn't fall asleep till about 1.30, and then I woke up this morning at 5.30 and couldn't fall back asleep. Now, that's good and bad. It's good because it's already getting very hot here in Arizona, and if you want to walk, walk your little uh, uh, fur pals, your little doggies, you got to get up earlier to do it. So I'm still able to get my uh, my faithful dog, Roscoe, and of course, Chica, out there on the highway, out there on the road and get a walk-in for him. The problem is by 11 o'clock, I'm dingy as hell. And uh, hello, Randy Hauser. Hello, Mike Ramsey. Hello, Kevin Brown. Um, and I've spent the entire morning on the phone doing things you used to be able to get done like that. Motor vehicle division stuff, uh, uh, auto glass stuff. Things that were so simple, that are now taking forever. I even wrote a joke about it. I said a lot of people are complaining about the long lines, the shortages of things, and the incredible wait times on the phone. But I'm used to it because I come from a place called the 1970s. Because in the 1970s, all service was shitty. And I know because I was in the service industry. <laughs> Rudeness was our watchword. It was a badge of honor, but we found out it didn't work after a while. So uh, we're going to... Um, we're going to get through these tough times. We're going to get through them, uh, but some days are going to be a little rougher than others. Um, okay, four hours of sleep on the phone. All the, the motor vehicle division keeps hanging up. They go, we're experiencing higher than expected call volume. Please call back later and hanging up after having you on the phone for two minutes. Uh, and I got to go on because I have a car that was... Uh, supposed to get admissions, but we hardly ever drive it anymore. So I got a waiver for admissions, but their computer system is slow. So, but that's not why you tuned in. You tuned in because of how we do this show and how we do the show is I show you a piece of memorabilia or something that's important to me from around this very room. And then we talk about, uh, I recommend uh, two either uh, musical artists or albums. So you ready for your first thing today. Check this out. Look at that. What is that? That's some sort of blue and red. It looks like a ticket tone. Yes, it is. YouTube friends, look at that. What is that? What is that? That, ladies and gentlemen, is something I'm very proud of. Uh, And it is Section 316, Row 8, Seat 13, Terrace Reserved, $125. Game 4 of the 2004 World Series where it was the uh, St. Louis Cardinals against – when the ticket was printed, they didn't know who it was going to win the American League yet. Unfortunately, it was the Boston Red Sox. And I was there, game four, 2004, the only World Series I ever went to in my entire life. My hometown team, I did not live in St. Louis. Uh, I lived in Los Angeles. My brother Jerry did not live in St. Louis. He lived in Los Angeles. But we flew from Los Angeles to St. Louis and spent a fortune – to go see a baseball game in a neighborhood that we grew up in as poor kids, and it was one of the worst damn baseball games I ever saw in my life. Four to nothing. Four games in a row, Boston wipes out the St. Louis Cardinals in the 2004 World Series and, by the way, uh, breaks their streak of uh, uh, decades of never being in or winning a World Series. Uh, They were even crappy seats, but that time in my life, I was starting to sit in pretty nice seats. Uh, Not, you know, right behind home plate, but down low. Uh, But these were the kind of seats that we sat in when we were little kids and you went on an outing way back up, you know, in the uh, uh, what would be considered a bleacher somewhere. The bleachers. Yeah. But it was a World Series game. It was the only World Series game I ever went to. But I'm always happy in my heart to know that uh, with my love of baseball, not a fanatic, but I love it, that I was able to see a World Series game and I was able to see it my brother, Jerry. So that's our memorabilia for the day. It is a commemorative ticket. From the 2004 World Series. Um, Thank God later on, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals went on to win uh, some World Series and also play what some people say is the best game that was ever played in baseball, Game 6 of the 2011 World Series. Yeah, they were nosebleed sections. That's true. uh, But it was the World Series. It was the World Series. So it was really, really cool. A couple things to tell you about. Once again, uh, watch my page. Tony Visick. and if I don't have your email, send me your email so you can go on our email list. We're going to have a great show this Sunday night. Sunday, uh, Tony Visick presents, not prevents. <laughs> Sunday night's funnier. 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Live comedy shows on Zoom. Do they work? You're damn right they work. And why do they work? Because I've been working with a lot of these comics so that we can learn how to present a great show for you on Zoom. Okay, and they are embracing it when a lot of people are going, Oh no, I I think I'll wait. Well, you know what? We're living a day at a time. I've lived a day at a time since the day I got sober. We're living a day at a time. We're doing everything we can in a single day uh, for our our, uh, happiness and our health and our peace of mind. So you're going to want to watch for that. Also, if you ever thought about doing a stand up comedy workshop, soon we'll be announcing new dates for our upcoming workshop. So you want to watch for that as well. Wherever you are in the world, even if you've ever thought about doing stand-up comedy and you just want to learn how to do something different, uh, you might consider one of our workshops. All right. Let's get to the records. Which one should I go with first? All right, I'll go with, uh, I think, in the order of coolness. And both these guys, super, super cool. Super, super cool. But I'm going to go in the order of coolness with uh, the first one being slightly less cool but not, not cool, very cool, but slightly less cool than the first one. All right, and here we go. Here's your first album of the day. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, there on YouTube, you can make out what that says. Uh, on Facebook Live, you have a little difficult time because it's backwards. And you can't see it all on Comedy Schools or radio network.com. So I'm going to tell you what this is. Pretty cool looking album cover. This is an early. Not early, early, but early. B.B. King album. B.B. King, Back in the Alley. The classic blues of B.B. King. And this is on uh, something called blues Ways record. I mean, way back. The songs are Sweet Little Angel. Uh, Watch Yourself. Don't Answer the Door. Um, Paying the Cost to Be Boss. Sweet 16. Gambler's Blues. I'm going to do, do what they do to me. Lucille. And Please Love Me. Now, you may have noticed that none of these, none of those songs are the big major hits that those of us who love B.B. King, uh, uh, that we know him for, all right? But it's still a great B.B. King album. So I've always bought albums from, like, before the artist was famous. They go, well, don't you want their hit? And I go, I-, I can hear that on the radio all the time. It's easy to find. But finding this little gem, B.B. King, Back in the Alley, uh, which came out in, 19, well, 1973... But I think a lot of this was recorded before that. It was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, I'm looking to see if there was anybody. Um... So a lot of this was live, live at the Regal. Uh, let me see what else. Uh, they came off of earlier B.B. King albums. Live at the Regal. Um, what else? Uh, the Electric B.B. King. Uh, Blues on top of dollars. The Electric B.B. King once again. Uh, Blues is King, Blues on Top of Blues, Lucille, and Live at the Regal. So way before a bunch of white kids on pot became aware of B.B. King, (laughs) he was a uh, major artist uh, to people that loved the blues and, of course, in the uh, African-American community. This album, B.B. King, uh, Back in the Alley, gives you a window into uh, the man when he was still fantastic, but before his uh, a great rise to fame. So if you want to check out like one album, just YouTube, B.B. King Live at the Regal, and you'll just hear some hot stuff, man, hot stuff. So uh, that's our first album of the day, an offbeat little-known album by B.B. King. It's a best-of off of uh, albums that were even, uh, even more or less known. Okay? So B.B. King. Now, now... Who do I think is cooler than B.B. King? You go ahead and guess. I'd like to see somebody put it on Facebook Live right now or on YouTube or on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Who is cooler than B.B. King? As a matter of fact, who is cooler than anyone? I'll give you a hint. He's no longer with us. Then I'll tell you who's the coolest guy in the world now. Not this guy isn't. But this guy was the epitome of cool. This guy may have given birth to the cool. So does anybody know who I'm possibly talking about? Coolest guy in the world. Coolest musician in the world. Yep. Nobody can guess. Kevin Brown just put up, uh, okay, B.B. King. Yeah, okay, all right. But no. So who would be cooler than B.B. King? That is the question. The first person that answers gets to answer. That's the prize you get. Not Elvis. Not Elvis. No. No. Uh, Randy, uh, I almost says Ray Charles. Great guess, but, uh, keep in mind it's all subjective, but I'm going to say no. Okay. Not you, Ray Charles. Same level of cool as BB King. Okay. Same level of cool. This guy that I'm talking about right now, head and shoulders above everybody when it comes to cool, not Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, Shirley, the uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, by the way, if you're sitting home right now, I want y'all to give a hand. To our uh, producer of this show, who also produced uh, last night, Tony Visick Presents, and uh, it went well because of her. As a matter of fact, I was telling one of the comics, I was telling Travis Minor, without her, we'd be doing the show with a Dixie cup and a string. Uh, Kevin Brown has guests, Jimi Hendrix and Chuck Berry. Both cool, but not as cool as this guy. I'll take one more guess from anybody who's on right now, and then I'll show you the record album, And then you'll see why. Anybody else? Anybody? Anybody else? Anybody out there? Anybody at all? This is Signal 93284. Reaching out to anyone. Anyone at all. I could do the show like this. Like some sort of cool. So Arthur Belkind is on. Arthur, the question is, who is cooler than B.B. King? Who is the coolest guy in all of cooldom? Uh, as far as musicians go, and probably as far as human beings go as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you can't guess, Shirley. That's you know, because Shirley guessed. Shirley guessed right. <laughs> Shirley did guess right. She did. So I, I guess I'll reveal it. If anybody, anybody, else want to make one more guess? Uh, Arthur Belkine is watching. Hi, Arthur. Uh, <laughs> Tina, Mike Lawson, Bat King Cole, <laughs> Nat. But it was funny, you guys, that you put Bat King Cole. <laughs> uh, Ed Vander Lee says, Frank, pretty cool, very cool. Ed Vanderly, and everybody who knows me knows my affinity for Frank Sinatra music. I got about 25 albums, 10 CDs. Listen to him constantly, constantly, but not as cool as who I'm about to, uh, let's see. Uh, Arthur Belkine says, John Coltrane. Man, that is a good guess. Coltrane was cool, man. But this guy, this is the guy. You ready? Coolest guy in the universe. Coolest guy of all time. Here it is. And this is one of the coolest albums. Bam. Miles Davis. Miles Davis. Coolest guy. I surely guessed it, by the way. And this album, look at that. Look at that. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Even the album cover. Look at that. With him standing there with the girl looking at him. You know, and him with that disinterested, totally, you know, lighting a cigarette. She looks at him with all that sort of awe, reverence, and sort of fear that everybody looked at uh, Miles Davis with. This is Friday night, Miles Davis in person at the Black Hawk in San Francisco. It's the fucking coolest record in the world. It is the coolest music in the world. And let's be honest, way back in the late 50s, Miles Davis put out an album that was entitled Birth of the Cool. Miles Davis created cool jazz. Before that, there was bop, hard bop, uh, uh, hot jazz, the jazz hot. Miles Davis created cool. Miles Davis, in his demeanor, in his manner, in his playing, in everything he did, was cool. Now, yeah, he was a heroin addict. But, uh, um... Let's see, uh, let's see, yeah, that's right, Kevin, Kevin Brown goes, duh, M.D., The Doctor, yeah, and this is a great album, man, because it's one of those live albums that they would record, uh, uh, you know, in a nightclub someplace, so you really capture it, what was the magic of what was going on, I don't have the year, uh, Ralph Gleason did the liner notes. Ralph J. Gleason, the great music critic, who actually gave birth to so many careers, I'm looking for the year, but, um, uh, you want to listen to something? Uh, Arthur Belkind says Stan gets focus in blue. Yeah, Stan, cool, but Miles Davis, number one coolest guy in the world, put out an album called Birth of the Cool. All right, people like John Coltrane work with Miles Davis, Cannonball Adderley work with Miles Davis, they were Miles Davis's band. Miles Davis, coolest man in the world. If you want to hear a great record, YouTube, okay, YouTube this one. Uh, and even if you can get a, a look at the album cover, because it's it's so great the way it's done, uh, Miles Davis in person at the Blackhawk, San Francisco, Volume One. I never found Volume Two, and unfortunately I cannot find the year on here. But if you want to hear something, listen like "So What" by Miles Davis. Uh, Ed says. The Wonders, you do that thing you do. That was an infectious tune, man. Uh, Was it you, Ed, who told us that, um, I believe it was Ed King, who was in Leonard Skinner, uh, actually wrote that tune. Uh, He wrote that tune uh, that uh, The Wonders did in the the movie, in the Tom Hanks movie. All right, so now the question is, who inherited the mantle of, of coolest man in the universe once Miles Davis left us. Now that Miles is no longer with us, there is someone who still trods terra firma, and it's a mighty footprint he leaves in both his demeanor and in his personality, in his opinions and in his music. There's a guy who is now the coolest guy in the world. And uh, by the way, he's not the... um, He's not the uh, leader of his band, although there's really not a leader in the band that this guy's in. Uh, Generally, if you were going to ask who the leader of the band is, they would not say that it's uh, this gentleman. So who now that Miles Davis has left us and is playing in that great jazz band in the sky is the coolest guy in the world? Anybody guess? Anybody at all? Uh, Ed Van Der is Tony Visick. Oh, yeah. That's right. 64-year-old men who live in uh, Maricopa yeah uh, we are uh we're i'm a i'm a swinging cat baby i just you know man i just like to be like uh you know like far out man a flow man you know just like flow no it's not me uh randy uh he almost says john taylor john's a very cool guy by the way and a wonderful guy uh he's pretty darn and he is pretty darn cool but he's uh uh he's so down to earth and such a decent guy are the bell guy says Wee juanita herman Arthur, I think, um, I don't think you mean that. Okay. Uh, John Taylor, Tony Visick. Uh, what do you say? What'd you say? Shirley said something. She's over here guessing. You know, she, you know what? And Ed Vanderly, you will agree with this. When someone's working for the station, they can't win the tickets, right? Like if you're having a contest, you know, like your intern or the production assistant, a producer, they can't win the tickets even though you're not winning anything for this. (laughs) But she did guess right on the first one. All right, you ready? I'm going to tell you. Who's the coolest guy in the universe right now, now that Miles Davis is no longer with us? No arguments, hands down, 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, Keith Richards is the coolest guy in the universe. He is a Superman amongst Supermen. A man who's been counted out so many times that the number is Larger than pi, it is infinite. Keith Richards, who actually started out as the uh, sort of third guy in the Rolling Stones, it was uh, Brian, jo- it was uh, Brian, it was Brian Jones's band. Then of course Mick singing, and then Keith on rhythm guitar. You know Charlie Watts on drums, Bill Wyman on bass. It was kind of like the third, third. You know, if you're you going to put him in order of who was important to the band, uh, has become one of the most important members of the band. And because of the laid-back thing that he does, I feel it's aged better than Mick. Although Mick is aged, you know, as far as age goes, he's aged pretty darn well. Uh, I've seen the Rolling Stones many times, starting with their Exile on Main Street tour, all the way up till uh, a few months ago here uh, at the Glendale Stadium. Uh, Mick did a fantastic uh, did a fantastic job, as did Ronnie, as did Charlie, but Keith, Keith, with that manner. Keith, with that style. Keith, the riffmeister, who's come up with so many great riffs, just fooling around on those six strings. The way he talks, the way he holds a cigarette. (laughs) You know, that loose limb kind of thing he's got. I saw Keith Richards without the Rolling Stones at an incredible show about 15, maybe 20 years ago. It was a tribute to Graham Nash... And I saw him do a duo with Nora Jones. No, not Graham Nash. Graham Parsons from the Flying Breeder Brothers. And he came walking out on that stage. Only about 5,000 people. Okay? Hair looking like it's on fire. Uh, uh, denim shirt all the way opened up. You know, all the way opened up. Walking out with one arm flown back with a cigarette. and uh, Just when he walks in, Keith takes over the room. Keith came in and took over the room. Sang a solo. One of Graham Parsons songs. And then sang... Uh, a duo with nora jones and it was one of the highlights of my um as far as me experiencing music live i knew i was watching something really special that was never going to be replicated again i've seen the rolling Stones sometimes twice in the same tour a couple times in the 90s and it was replicated what i saw in one city i saw in the other city but that night at the graham parsons memorial tribute show with uh, Somebody, I can't even remember now. I'm going to find, I have, the, I have the flyer from it still, and I'm going to show it to you guys sometime this week. But seeing Keith just walk out on stage, unadorned, even without a guitar, the way he strapped the guitar on, the way he hit those notes, the way he just kicked into the song, stunning, stunning stuff. Keith Richards, right now, in America, in the world, coolest man in the world. Coolest man who ever lived? Miles Davis. Now we can argue about the top 10 coolest people in the world. Maybe we'll talk about that Tomorrow, tomorrow, we'll talk about who the top 10 coolest people are in the world. Certainly, certain spaces are going to be filled by uh, Frank Sinatra and Elvis, but then um, then who else? Who else? So you think about that between now and tomorrow, okay? And by tomorrow, I'll be telling you who the lineup is for this Sunday night's uh, Zoom uh, comedy show, Tony Vizic presents uh, Sunday Night Funnier. Uh, I'll announce that and be putting up links as to how you can get tickets That'll be going on, but that's not for you to worry about. You got to think about who the top 10 coolest people in the world are or have ever been, knowing that number one and number two are Miles Davis and Keith Richards, okay? All right. I think that's it for the day. I'm going to go out and see what the rest of the day holds for me, or maybe not go out. Go out in the backyard. (laughs) See what the rest of the day holds for me. I hope the rest of the day holds something good for you, too. All right. I miss you all. I can't wait to see you all in person sometime very soon. All right. Until then, uh, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy, stay happy. My name's Tony Vizek. Thank you very much for watching. You've been watching Living on a Thin Line Facebook Live, YouTube Comedy, Ch- uh, Comedy Schools, and Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. Bye bye.